The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Paganism, shamanism, what do these ideas mean to you? Did you know that a lot of controversial views on these topics are based upon misconceptions? Welcome to Spiritually Speaking, Ancient Wisdom for Modern Needs with Lady Red Hawk, a.k.a. Susie Peltier. We will explain these practices in depth and provide new opportunities and perspectives to change your life. Now, here is Lady Red Hawk. And welcome, everyone. I'm Lady Red Hawk, and this is Spiritually Speaking, Ancient Wisdom for Modern Needs. Today's show is an exploration of the art and ethics of spellcraft. Uh, so this is my last show of this season, so I'm thankful to all of my guests and especially to all of you, my listeners, for your continued support. Um, I'm really excited about... Uh, this next season and we'll be taking a two-week hiatus to refresh and uh, get a few great stores in line um, stories and shows in line for you uh, we'll return with uh, spiritually speaking ancient wisdom for modern needs on monday april the 16th at a slightly later and hopefully more convenient time for you folks to listen and to participate the show will air from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and from 9 to 10 Eastern Standard Time. And it will be the same title, Spiritually Speaking, Ancient Wisdom for Modern Needs. Um, but as well as the time change, the link to the show is changing. You can access the show by going to www.suzypeltier.com slash Live show, L-I-V-E-S-H-O-W. So it's www.suzypeltier.com slash live show will take you, um, is the new link to uh, the second season of, um, spiritually speaking. Also, you can go to and uh, like me on my Facebook page, which is Spiritual Seekers Radio and find the new link there or the Taoist Wicca Facebook page. Um, like it and you can um, uh, stay tuned and um, I'll keep you up to date for that. Um, <clears throat> we've had numerous replays and phenomenal success and we're looking for sponsors and guests for the second season uh, for sponsors and advertisers and all that great stuff uh, for uh, the new format at www.suzypeltier-liveshow. 
And this will allow me to stream some visual aids as well as any ads for you advertisers. So it's a great opportunity to get the word out about your um, business, your product. Uh, great for the online um, Wiccan uh, community. <clears throat> who wants to obtain candles and such, um, especially looking for those kind of advertisers. Um, so please contact me at info at com, and my, me or my show producer will contact you within a couple, within about 24 hours. So today's show, we're going to be talking about ethics and um, as I have customarily done from the beginning, I want to tell you that Wicca varies so very much um, between its traditions that I'm not pretending to speak for the other forms of Wicca. What I'm presenting to you is Taoist Wicca. But one of the things we all have in common is that any form of witchcraft and Wicca is a nature worship and has nothing to do with the devil. As a matter of fact, the connection to the devil didn't even come in until the Middle Ages. So it's a very uh, very well-mounted smear campaign, but it doesn't have anything to do with us in reality. Also, the traditions vary widely in another respect. So all many times when you're studying Wicca by yourself, you'll find the books don't agree. And I just suggest that you keep at it. Um, and eventually, you know, and sit with the information Open your own spirit. Ask that spirit for for guidance. And that's what I did, Lo, about 20 years ago. And I came up with um, my own perspective on things. And it turned out to be a new tra- tradition. I developed Taoist Wicca. And Taoist uh, Wicca is a spiritual coaching system as well as a spiritual practice. And you can find out more about that at the Taoist Wicca Facebook page. So um, today, if you have questions or comments, please give us a call at 1-866-472-5795. So getting on to the subject at hand, I am talking about what is a spell. Now, most of the time when people uh, get into... Wicca, oftentimes that's what they're drawn to. Um, that's what they kind of know about. Or if you were to come out of the broom closet for someone, they would immediately ask you, well, can you do a love spell for me? When there's so much more to Wicca, there's a whole craft within uh, witchcraft that has to do with spells. It's a very um, complex subject once you start to learn about it. So I'm going to start without, out with uh, recommending that uh, when you go to the Spiritual Seekers Radio Facebook page, you if you pull up notes, you'll see three books listed. But that's my bibliography for today's information. Um, I'm drawing heavily upon um, the information from Barry Dolnick, uh, Simple Spells for Success, and... Um, Raven Gramasi, The Wiccan Mysteries, and um, uh, Positive Magic by Marian Weinstein. These 
books are really, really important if you're going to study spellcraft. Spellcraft is not something that you jump into willy-nilly. Um, and the reason for that will become obvious in a moment. So uh, Barry Dolnick referred to a spell as an organized wish that carries with it the energy to manifest in reality. You're sending the energy out, and rather than it just being sent out like a wish, oh, wouldn't that be nice, you're um, sending it a round-trip ticket. You're giving it the energy and the direction to come back to you manifested. So um, one of the things that is very important in this um, how to work a spell is the idea of your relationship to the universe. And um, in Simple Spells for Success, Barry Dolnick reminds us that gratitude is a sort of psychic insurance policy. By recognizing the blessings of your efforts thus far, you are consciously telling the universe that you and yourself believe in and see the magic you have created. The universe likes getting credit where credit is due, as we all do. So um, it's it's important to begin a practice of gratitude as the baseline practice in Wicca, regardless of whether you're drawn to spells, rituals, um, uh, magic, uh, herbals, however you're, you're drawn, it's important to have that baseline gratitude and be constantly kind of, kind of allowing yourself to be gratefully in touch with uh, the universe. And then assuming that it is, n- the universe is not a hostile place. Um, many times what we have created is this idea of supplication where we have to go in and kind of grovel, grovel um, in order to um, be heard uh, with our needs and prayers. And one of the things, ways that um, Wicca differs is you do not have to approach the divine on your knees. Um, it does not have to be a pretty please. It can be a a working business partnership in which there is a great deal of mutual respect and love exchanged and um, based upon reciprocity, not uh, fear. So it's very important that you kind of, and this fits in with ethics too, that you think in terms of this reciprocity and this fact that the energy you send out will come back to you three times three. And this is the threefold law in Wicca. We talk about that a lot um, as a companion to the do as you will and harm none. Do as you will, yes, that's very simple, do what you want, but Harm none means that you really consider the potential ramifications of those actions, that whatever you send out will come back to you three times three. So when it comes to doing any what we might call black magic or negative magic or uh, magic to hurt someone or uh, so forth, that it simply isn't worth doing because it comes back to you three times three. So... Once you have a recognition that um, 
it simply doesn't serve. You kind of stay away from it simply because it isn't practical, not because the big guy in the sky says, you know, you shouldn't do, thou shalt not, and I'll whack you if you do. So it's, so it's kind of a different, uh, framework, but nevertheless, it's, um, it's really key to, to understand. And I, you've heard me say it before, um, it's important that you keep an open mind and an open heart. You don't have to believe, but you certainly have to suspend disbelief. Um, it doesn't serve if you're grumbly and um, and have and in are in that moment terribly needy because you're near going to grasp onto the energy and not be able to release it into the universe. To work. Uh, the secret talks about ask, believe, and receive. So it's that same kind of thing in that, that you have to believe that it's possible or you have to suspend disbelief that it absolutely isn't possible. You do have to um, suspend your disbelief, open your heart, and then allow yourself to receive and recognize that it is not necessarily going to come back looking exactly the way you asked for it. Marion Weinstein talks about form contingencies. And that means that we kind of put a limit on the universe by saying the support we're asking for needs to look like this, a certain way. And so oftentimes we're supported in different ways. Um, it's support and we ultimately get what we need. But it isn't necessarily in exactly the way we asked for it or envisioned it. And so if we put too many form contingencies on this, um, on what we're asking for from the universe, um, it looks like the universe isn't helping us. When really it's just that our perspective is very narrow and we're not seeing how that fits into the big picture. So, um, that's a, a really, really big thing to uh, keep in mind. So we're going to go to a commercial break real soon. I just wanted to, um, tell you again that, um, the show has been doing great thanks to all of you and that um, there are opportunities for sponsors and advertisers and guests and just info at suzypeltier.com and that my second season will air on, uh, you can go to www.suzypeltier.com slash live show. And that is the link for the new show, and it will return on Monday, April 16th from 6 to 7. And I am going, and that specific time, and it's Eastern time is 9 to 10 p.m. So I will be right back. We're going to stop for a commercial break. Stay tuned. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. 
Susie Peltier, Lady Red Hawk, offers private sessions of massage therapy, hypnotherapy, spiritual consultations, Reiki sessions, and trainings in San Francisco, California. She is available for in-person lectures as well as webcasts on a variety of topics such as stress management, holism, motivational speaking, and developing personal spirituality. Susie can also personalize a healing session or a spiritual consultation for you through Skype or by phone using hypnotherapy and distance sessions of Reiki. Susie is a reverend with the Universal Life Church and a third-degree Wiccan priestess performing interfaith pastoral duties such as hospice and family counseling, in addition to a variety of personalized rites such as weddings, house clearings, and memorials. Susie is currently taking applications for students in Wicca and offers circle trainings as well as priest and priestess initiation study programs. To find out more about Susie as a healer, teacher, and priestess, visit her website, www.susiepeltier.com. Email her at info at susiepeltier.com or visit the Facebook page to find out more about Taoist Wicca. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. You are listening to Spiritually Speaking, Ancient Wisdom for Modern Needs with Lady Red Hawk. We would love to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about this week's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at suzypeltier.com. Now, back to Spiritually Speaking. Hi, everyone. I'm back. This is Lady Red Hawk, and I am talking about the art and ethics of spellcraft. And I was just about to tell you, I had the very, very distinct honor and pleasure to interview Raven Grimasi um, twice in this season, and you'll find those shows in the archives. Uh, and um, uh, you can actually go and listen to the whole first season at uh, voiceamerica.com or at suzypeltier.com. And... Um, the archives are there. So in our show, in our conversation, Old World Witchcraft and Greenwood Magic, um, on Spiritually Speaking, I asked uh, Raven Gramasi, who's penned 14 books on witchcraft, what was what is magic? And he made the point that magic is both a thing and a process. Magic is an energy that emanates and it flows through everything, really everything on the planet. It can be drawn and condensed, which makes it more usable and effective in a more consistent way. It's sort of like a vapor, a mist. And if you could breathe in that vapor into your lungs and hold it for a moment where it sort of coalesces and then you think, a thought or a desire into your lungs and then slowly having clarified, really felt, saw, tasted, gotten as rich um, a vision of your desire as possible, then exhale out that picture and picture the outcome. So if it's about getting a new job, 
picture yourself being welcomed to a new setting, walking down a hall, having people say, oh, you're the new fellow, we're glad you're aboard, and seeing yourself smile as you do your job, and seeing yourself sign that contract with the great bonus and the great benefits and so forth. And then uh, breathe out and keep picturing that outcome. And this would give you the idea of the inner mechanisms of magic, the idea of drawing upon the idea, pregnating it with a, a thought, a desire, and then producing that centralized, impregnated idea, if you will, and sending it out into the world. So what we're doing is um, going from energy your energy, your thought form, you're creating a thought form that now goes out into the world with the capacity to manifest. And sometimes we don't necessarily, the more important things in our life, we sometimes don't necessarily how know how those needs will be met. We kind of have to leave it up and say, okay, I need a miracle. <laughs> but I really need such and such to happen. I need my mortgage paid. I need a job. I need... Uh, my divine purpose to clarify and so forth. So as you clearly see it, breathe it in, let it coalesce, let it congeal, and then breathe it back out. And that's the essence of any spell work really is getting that mental and kind of physical alignment um, built. And then there are several ways to express um, the magic. Uh, you can go back to in your garden and um, participate in herbal magic and um, uh, stone magic, those kind of things. Um, Raven Gramassi's Wiccan uh, Magic book has is just filled with wonderful correspondences and correlations. And that's the thing that if you're going to learn to do spell work, Correctly, um, I urge you to get a book like uh, Wiccan Magic that has these correlations, and so you can learn them. There's also um, Moon Magic. Uh, you do basically uh, on the waxing or growing cycle of the moon. You do uh, spells for increase and for abundance and for clarity. And on the full moon, you have the strongest energy for that because the, ma- the the energy of the moon in relationship to the earth is the strongest. So you have the strongest pull, you might say, to do um, clarity spells and abundance spells and so forth. And then as the moon goes into a waning or declining cycle, now you are... Working, you can work for decrease of debt, for example, or a um, a decrease in anxiety and a sense of peace, and the capacity to turn inward and face some of that in, inner darkness. Because as the light goes darker in the sky, we have the capacity to look deeper within ourselves and make conscious shifts in our own consciousness of healing some of those dark shadows within us. So that's the the thought process behind um, moon magic is you're working with the um, 
the growth and decline of the moon and you're uh, fitting your your intentions of the work to the cycle of the moon. And then there is uh, candle magic. And uh, candle magic is uh, quite popular because it's... Um, it's pretty. It's something you can set upon your altar. You sit, hold the candle. You can first cleanse it with um, sage or frankincense or something that clears off the store energy. Then sit and hold the candle. And uh, dare I say, if you have your Reiki symbols, you can put your Reiki symbols in Um and uh, wait for lightning to strike. I'm going to say the names of the, the symbols. If you don't have the Reiki attunement, it won't help you. Um, I teach Reiki. There are numerous Reiki masters out there. I'm a non-traditional master, so I'm not terribly secretive about uh, how Reiki can be used because it's my my belief that Reiki is, at its heart, um, a shamanic system. Um, and I'm, I'll get back to that in a moment. But you're holding your candle. Maybe you want to put your initials in the candle. And you want to draw in your breath as uh, Raven described. Let it coalesce. And when you have it um, really full, light your candle. Make your exhale into the candle so that now that candle is making a direct link to the universe it's being it's like a lighthouse it's a beacon it's now being seen and taken in to the universe and you can you can also have treated um it with oils um uh many um witch shops have success oil and banishing oil and things like that that you can add into the candles depending upon the work um but mostly it's the alignment of the of your heart mind and spirit with that object that you're imbuing that wish that desire into the candle and the light is going to continue to speak to the universe petitioning the universe for um, your desire and for all proper and appropriate means of support to see that beacon and come to you, whether they're allies in this world or they're allies uh, from um, from other realms. So um, this a similar thing is true if you're using incense, um, especially a natural or plant incense, then you are releasing the spirit of the plant. Um, or even if you're taking an herbal medicine, stop and meditate for a moment on the properties, the magical properties of that plant so that you have, you're calling upon the spirits that, of that living plant, uh, to help you, whether you're using it in your herbal magic or whether you're using it in medicinal herbal magic. Or if you're going to light an incense, there's again, tons of um, correlations between what kind of incense is used for what kind of particular work. Certainly, um, uh, frankincense and, and myrrh are very, very good if you want to um, be offering prayers for the dead. Um, 
uh, chamomile is a prosperity herb. Um, cinnamon is a prosperity herb and so forth. So you have lots of uh, different choices. And the idea is this is the spirits with incense need some form to grab onto. So they use the smoke to carry your prayers to the gods. So this is a very... Um, uh, important concept that what you're doing symbolically is giving these energies something to hold on to and you're giving yourself something to, um, to relate to. So that's kind of, um, so it works both ways. And don't forget to make these things your altar beautiful because beauty carries with it its own kind of relaxation and inspiration. So the things about these things, um, doing a spell while it's fairly short to do, um, you just need to gather a few items together and, and um, uh, concentrate for a few minutes. It's not as an elaborate I called it healthy whole, uh, whole food, uh, fast food, uh, last time I talked about it in comparison to ritual because it's not a huge feast that's going to go on for hours and hours. However, you are condensing the energy of your focus down to a few minutes time, so it should be very, very focused work. And, um, so, I'm going to come back in just a minute and uh, we're going to talk about sex magic. Woohoo! <laughs> I just want to remind you that my second season is going to begin Monday, April 16th, and the link is www.suzypeltier.com slash live show. And you can find that link on my website, which is suzypeltier.com S-U-Z-Y-P-E-L-T-I-E-R.com and you can also keep track of me on um, my Facebook Spiritual Seekers Radio and uh, give me your ideas. I would love to hear um, about what kind of topics you'd like me to cover in uh, this next season. That would be terrific. You can also tweet me at Spirit Seek Radio. So I'm going to take a break and I will be right back. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Susie Peltier, Lady Red Hawk, offers private sessions of massage therapy, hypnotherapy, spiritual consultations, Reiki sessions, and trainings in San Francisco, California. She is available for in-person lectures as well as webcasts on a variety of topics such as stress management, holism, motivational speaking, and developing personal spirituality. Susie can also personalize a healing session or a spiritual consultation for you through Skype or by phone using hypno 
hypnotherapy and distance sessions of Reiki. Susie is a reverend with the Universal Life Church and a third-degree Wiccan priestess performing interfaith pastoral duties such as hospice and family counseling, in addition to a variety of personalized rites such as weddings, house clearings, and memorials. Susie is currently taking applications for students in Wicca and offers circle trainings as well as priest and priestess initiation study programs. To find out more about Susie as a healer, teacher, and priestess, visit her website, www.susiepeltier.com. Email her at info at susiepeltier.com or visit the Facebook page to find out more about Taoist Wicca. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Spiritually Speaking, Ancient Wisdom for Modern Needs with Lady Red Hawk. We would love to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about this week's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at suzypeltier.com. Now, back to Spiritually Speaking. Hi, I'm Lady Red Hawk, and we are talking about the art and ethics of spellcraft. And I was just about to talk to, drumroll please, sex magic. <laughs> and my uh, source for this is um, uh, Raven Gramassi's Wiccan Mysteries, and I'm on page 247, and it goes through about, oh, 240, two, 253, I'm, although I'm not going to uh, to read it all verbatim. But he starts out with a very, very interesting point, this idea that we, if we're going to set up a a beautiful atmosphere for a romantic evening. What do we do? We light candles, put a small vase of flowers, there's music. These are familiar associations with love and sexuality. But what's interesting about them is these elements are incorporated into Wiccan rituals. And they're both acts, they're all acts of reverence for the reverence for the divine feminine. Wine, flowers, they're all offerings to the goddess. Candlelight reveals the setting that's special and magical and because it's neither day nor night. So it puts you in, in a moment of the sacred, far removed from the mundane life. And that seems to um, help us get back in touch with ourselves, our sacred sexuality, and, um, and our lover. And I mentioned in the other show that one run really simple thing to do is to sit um, holding hands or having one hand on, on each other's heart and just look into their eyes and recognize the divinity that's there. I behold the goddess in you. I behold the God in you. And kind of stay with that for a while. You can move from that if somebody is an excellent channel then you may find some the goddess kind of t- goddess and god taking over and making love instead of it just um, being you and your partner in the bedroom something kind of opens up and you know that this is a divine um sacred experience 
And this reclaiming of sacred sexuality is really, really important in the craft. Um, the Puritans, of course, um, are still trying to take back the country when it comes to attitudes toward women's bodies and sexuality, that sex should only be for procreation, when indeed all acts of love are um, sacred to the goddess. And that's one of the ways that um, this religion or this spirituality really challenges the status quo because we see sexuality as this sacred link to the divine and through it we can have an experience an ecstatic experience and when you touch that ecstasy coming from a divine place it amplifies the love that the that the two of you have for each other and it puts it in a different context um it's very exciting and i need not say more it's very fun so give it a try um and we have to also understand that the old religion, the old ways, we have to step out of the modern views of sexuality and personal politics. And we have to return to a time when the community as a whole viewed sex as healthy, natural, and desirable. It was a time when men were not held in contempt for their sexual drive and uh, their orientations toward sexuality. And women were not degraded for their sexual desires. Um, the whole Judaic Christian moral concept to um, uh, really defile the body and to, you know, God forbid you would have a body because if you enjoy it, you might find that there's a, there's a personal connection, an avenue for personal ecstasy. And if you have personal ecstasy, then you don't need a priest then you don't need to grovel on your knees. And, of course, that would have bankrupted the church, so they couldn't exactly have us have that attitude. And that's what's still very revolutionary behind the craft and behind the thinking of sacred sexuality. Uh, It is that it is reclaiming the sacred feminine. Um, And so much so that... um, in ancient times, sexual energy was considered the most powerful energy that humans could experience through their own physical senses. So it seemed like a magical ability to um, create other humans and to find that um, the power of the energy of sexual magic is very potent indeed. So the pagan concept of uh, sexual activity is totally different from Judaic Christian concepts. For us, sex is sacred, it's normal, it's pleasurable, and it can, is, can be one of pers- one's personal creative expression of love as well as sharing pl- pleasure. And even lust is okay if it's among, you know, people who consent to that. So for, for magical and ritual purposes, it can, um, the sexual energy can be used to empower your rites or empower your spells. And, uh, we also use um, sexuality as some traditions will use a new, the body of a nude woman as the altar. And this is the idea that the great rite um, 
employs a woman's body as a sacred altar um, because mother is earth. So it's another kind of uh, metaphor um, for that. And also to see that um, here is a living altar possessed the ability to give birth and to nourish new life. The menstrual blood was called blood of the moon, which is used from um, was used in ritual markings and also incantations and ceremonies and rites. So women still use this menstrual blood for personal magic. You can um, save a little bit of it in the freezer if you want and take it out and mark uh, special candles or um, do personal moon rites. And when you just want to give it your fluid and as an extra mark of um, potency and um, like a signature, and because of the DNA in it, it's a uh, profound signature to your own uh, magic. The same could be true for uh, the semen, um, for gentlemen. Um, and once, and also historically, there was this idea of mixing blood together. So this blood brother idea that was in the Native American uh, tradition. And um, it was common that the clan priestess and the clan would join the souls of all of the, the, the members by marking her with her, uh, them with her menstrual blood. And if they were to die on foreign ground, they could, when they reincarnated, they could meet again and renew their love simply because, you know, they were anointed with this blood of the moon that would ensure them a return to life and a, a way to find their kin or their clan. So there's all, also um, some neuropsychological connections um, to uh, the nipples, to the pituitary gland and the stimulation of the nipples that can cause uh, the pituitary gland to secrete a hormone that triggers uterine contractions. And this in turn causes the outflow of certain fluids. Um, in the Wiccan mystery tradition, the, the magical triangle of manifestation as we would call it is invoked by the high priest who kisses the nipples and the clitoris of the the high priestess during the rite uh, of drawing down the moon this rite is a triangle uh, and is performed during um, in other words it makes a triangle between her nipples and uh, um, her mouth and also um, the clitoris it's very uh, fascinating Reading and again, it's in uh, Wiccan Mysteries, uh, uh, page two forty nine. Um, it's also important to recognize that um, sex magic, from a tantric perspective, is a way that you make love. Both of you make love with this idea or goal in mind, and the gentleman does not ejaculate, and um, uh, he instead channels the energy that was built up into the project, um, into the, the actual creation. So his energy uh, goes into that, or the ejaculate is saved, and. Um, the semen is uh, smeared on candles or things like that. Again, it's a personal energetic signature. 
So um, there's some fun things to explore and um, some important things to remember. All of this needs to happen with consenting partners and um, everybody needs to be fully um, versed. So do your homework before you attempt any of what I um, just said. Um, and I want to say a, a lot more about this use of Reiki, but we're coming short uh, up on a break. So I'm going to take a little break uh, just a minute or two early, and um, then when I come back, I'll talk about uh, uh, magic with Reiki. So come on back. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Susie Peltier, Lady Red Hawk, offers private sessions of massage therapy, hypnotherapy, spiritual consultations, Reiki sessions, and trainings in San Francisco, California. She is available for in-person lectures as well as webcasts on a variety of topics such as stress management, holism, motivational speaking, and developing personal spirituality. Susie can also personalize a healing session or a spiritual consultation for you through Skype or by phone using hypnotherapy and distance sessions of Reiki. Susie is a reverend with the Universal Life Church and a third-degree Wiccan priestess performing interfaith pastoral duties such as hospice and family counseling, in addition to a variety of personalized rites such as weddings, house clearings, and memorials. Susie is currently taking applications for students in Wicca and offers circle trainings as well as priest and priestess initiation study programs. To find out more about Susie as a healer, teacher, and priestess, visit her website, www.susiepeltier.com. Email her at info at susiepeltier.com or visit the Facebook page to find out more about Taoist Wicca. The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with Great Spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tung has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Listening to Spiritually Speaking, Ancient Wisdom for Modern Needs with Lady Red Hawk. We would love to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about this week's program, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to info at suzypeltier.com. Now, back to Spiritually Speaking. 
Welcome back. I'm Lady Red Hawk, and this is Spiritually Speaking, Ancient Wisdom for Modern Needs. Um, this is my last show of the season, and I just want to thank all of my wonderful guests and all of you out there for listening, and your support has just been phenomenal. Thank you so very, very much. Um, the show is going to take... Uh, couple weeks hiatus and then return on Monday the 16th at a slightly later, hopefully more um, uh, convenient time. And that will be 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the new link is www.suzypeltier.com slash live com slash live show. And um, you can also um, keep track of me either through com or Spiritual Seekers Radio, the Facebook, the Facebook page. Um, also, um, you can check out my Dallas Wicca Facebook page, like me, um, hopefully at both. That would be terrific. Now, I want to blow a few people's socks off a few people. Um, Reiki is translated as universal life force energy. And um, I'm not the first to say it can be used uh, in conjunction with um, Wicca. Um, Christopher Penzance uh, talked about it. But... Um, Nevertheless, I'm part of a growing number of um, uh, non-traditional Reiki masters that um, have a different set of beliefs about the necessity for secrecy. Um, you can't, this is if you don't know anything about this energy, you can receive a treatment by anyone who's been attuned, meaning they have received the certain symbols um, placed there by a master uh, through a shamanic process in the crown. And that allows them to, allows you to run a particular hands-on energy that at its first level is very um, smart. Lay your hands on to something living and if it wants to accept it, your hands will turn on, the energy will go through and turn off by themselves. It, person, pet, plant, it doesn't really matter. You can go to the movies, hold hands with your lover and they both would be getting, you both of you would be getting a Reiki treatment. So the beauty of Reiki is that it is um, a beautifully respectful energy. Um, now, at the second level, there are symbols, and one of them can uh, one of them can collapse time and space, meaning you can send energy at a distance. So, if you had um, relatives in Shanghai or Cleveland, um, you could send energy to um, your sick aunt or to your brother getting a job, or to um, uh, your sister passing the bar exam, any anything that you want to put energy into. Well, what is that but a spell? And um, so if you were trained 
traditionally or non-traditionally, I'm here to tell you that if you have the Reiki 2 attunement and um, you have those symbols available to you, get out your notebooks and learn those symbols because they're just as effective as um, um, the most potent um, love uh, oil or something like that. It's a very, very clean way to do it. You can carve the person's, um, and let's say you want your, want to help your sister pass the bar exam. You put your sister's name in it. You first, first clear, clear it with some sage or smoke or, or incense. Clear off the score, stored gunk of the candle and then carve in the name of the person you're sending the energy to. And, um, and then uh, sit and hold it, repeat the symbols using the Honshaze Shonin first, and then uh, the Seheki and Chokure, and then ending with the Honshaze Shonin. And so you've just sent them a distance Reiki treatment in addition to you envisioning them um, opening the letter, getting the acceptance letter that they passed the bar and so forth. So um, it's... It's kind of, uh, it, it's very complementary to, um, other forms of magical work. And there's absolutely no reason why you can't apply Reiki, uh, to it if you, if you wanted to. Um, and I'm more than happy to guide someone along in that process. So remember that, um, beyond this series of shows, I am reachable at info at susiepeltier.com. So uh, you can email me or um, contact me. My phone, my website has my phone number. You can contact me with your questions, or if you feel like you'd like to um, study Reiki with me, I give classes. Um, really, I only need a couple of people and uh, a good date that works for everybody. And then it's amazing once we've set that intention. Whoosh. Then I'll, you generally get a num- number of people climb on board once, uh, the two of us have made the intention. So the thing that I want you to go away with, uh, from this talk is that your intention, that wonderful overarching idea of what you want. Say if you want a new job, one of the things that you, the intention is success and prosperity and security and those are essences they're not necessarily they don't necessarily have to come in the form of a nine-to-five job so it's very important to recognize that um, how you view the world it will come back to you um, given the parameters that you have stated so the other most important thing is that you watch how you think about and how you speak about things. That that um, when you are coming from an assumption of lack, then you're not opening up to the to an assumption that the world could be an abundant place with a lot of infinity of solutions a number of solutions that could actually help you and 
many more than you could see as a, a possible way out of your current situation. So it's very, very important to learn to open your mind. Uh, Marion Weinstein does a wonderful, wonderful um, conversation on form contingencies and um, uh, positive magic in her book, Positive Magic. It's really uh, a primer. So that's very important. So it's a great, great show. I just think back so fondly. I thank all of the crew of Voice America and um, uh, each and every one of you. The numbers are phenomenal for the show. I did dream of great numbers and great success, but it's even um, surpassed that, and I thank you all for that. Um, remember, my new show link is going to be www.suzypeltier.com slash live show, and will air from 6 to 7 p.m. beginning on April 16th. I'm keeping the title so it will still be spiritually speaking ancient wisdom for modern needs so we're returning on monday the 16th and um, there's an opportunity if you want to be an advertiser or a guest um, our new format will allow you to stream some visual aids and ads and um, so i hope that uh, the Next season of shows will be just as fun and um, exponentially more successful uh, than my wildest dreams. And I just want to thank you all, too, for participating in the spell I cast today as we were talking. Um, that I find the proper sponsors that I need, the proper advertisers, the proper guests. I summon to me the right allies in this world and the next. And I summon them all for you too. And my prayers go out for each and every one of you that your dreams come true and that you live daily with a recognition that you are the magic. And Mary Meet. Mary part and Mary meet again. Thank you so much for tuning in this week to Spiritually Speaking, Ancient Wisdom for Modern Needs. Please join Susie Peltier again next Monday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have a wonderful week.